0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. It is a Monday, Monday after a bad Jets loss. It was uh, all Jets this morning, as you can imagine. So here with topics that we can get to, which is not really true, although they say that in the title of this thing, uh, is Bob Dwyer, since Al Dukes is out having a colonoscopy today. Bob, what's up?
1: Oh, not much, Jer. Ready to podcast. Are you ready to
0: podcast your yes, face sir. off?
1: I'm going to podcast my face off.
0: You want to start? Well, let's start serious first before okay. we get goofy, because I do have some stories, and I want to be very clear. These stories come from the uh, show prep website that Al gets his stories from. He gave me the uh, username and the password, so I went in to get the stories that Al would have otherwise brought you today. So these topics are not necessarily mine as much as they're Al's. He's just not here. They're podcast topics. They're podcast topics. Exactly right. This is what we're doing here. So you as a father, I'm sure you've made trips before, vacations before. Mm I don't know how you handle this. Did you see the story about British Airways over the weekend? Flight from Orlando. I feel like I've asked you a lot of things today, and I've gotten, no, I haven't seen that either. We just started this. Right, but as oh, you'll earlier? find out after this, on the warm-up oh, on the show, warm-up I asked couple things you I several things, and you guys gave me nothing.
1: You, know, you ask things that happen late night. I go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, you do get up at midnight. Um, you American get up Air- earlier than
0: Eddie. I do get up earlier than Eddie. Crazy. So British Airways. So they have British a flight Airways. from Orlando to London over the weekend. I think it was Thursday. Should be a seven- to eight-hour flight. So it would be like us from here flying to not quite Hawaii, but dropping off, off in the Pacific Ocean somewhere okay. on the way. In terms of the length of the flight, except for the fact that this flight was delayed for four hours, as the people were on the plane for mechanical oh, reasons. Oh, already on the plane? Already, and that's happened to me before. It's brutal, and they don't let you off I because can't, you can't why, get why off. Why can't
1: they let you off? Because you already they went don't through know, all the.
0: But you can't because once you're on and in your account, I had a flight for delayed hours. for like four hours, but I wasn't on it. Well, that's so different.
1: Wasn't great, but, but once God, you get on and oh, you're on that, God, I hate you're ready flying. to hit
0: the runway, and that's like yeah. you know what, we got to go back. You're not getting off. So these poor people are on the flight for four hours already before it even takes off. Oh. Then they realize, we're not leaving. 200 people on the flight. Well, we're going to try tomorrow. So many of them <sighs> went to a hotel. Some of them didn't. Some stayed in the uh, in the terminal. And the ones that did go to the hotel got there, and there was no British Airways representative. Chaos, as you can imagine. Oh. So they show up the next day for their flight, and their flight takes off. Mechanical issues in the air have to stop. In Newark. I'm sorry, JFK in New York. Oh, my God. They get to their to the, to the gate, and there's no one there to help them. They wind up spending the night at, at Kennedy airport. airport. Oh, my God. Pictures of kids sprawled out on the floor sleeping on these terribly cold, hard oh, floors. Because
1: it's not even, you know, I'm thinking myself, I would just go home. But if you're not from you this can't. area, you don't, JFK is. And you
0: don't know when you're going to have a plane. Yeah. So if you sit there and say, well, you know what? We were in Orlando. No, I'm saying I would
1: we'll... cancel the trip altogether. I'd be well, done at that point. you can't do that because you're
0: not going to drive back to
1: London. That's what I mean. Like, so you're not. Long but when story you...
0: short, oh, flight left Thursday originally. It was scheduled for Thursday. These people got home Sunday. Oh, my Could God, you imagine? Dude, no. Dude, that's
1: brutal. No. And why
0: would you ever want to even get on a plane from that? I would say, give me my money, my, my money back and go find another flight. United. That's what I mean. When I got back to the other flight. one,
1: I would, but I guess, oh, God. Is my that... wife wants to plan a trip. I, I've never flown with my family. I don't like flying. I don't. Even, no one does. I haven't flown a commercial flight in like 11 years probably. Really? Yeah. So you uh, drive anytime you go away. Yeah, anytime we've gone away. And I'd like to drive to Florida, but my wife doesn't want to because of the time, obviously. It's not so bad. But just because of the time we're going to, if we have a week down there, we're going to spend, you know, four of the days driving or three mm. of the days there and back. You know, nah. as far as if you take a week off of work, there's the driving that. Well, you got the set.
0: First of all, I would say this. Because of that's not like Boomer, because of our hours, there is no reason you can't take off and leave as long as she's ready and the kids are ready. You get home, gone.
1: Yeah. Friday so afternoon. So that'd be a Friday.
0: Cut mm-hmm. five or six hours out. You don't have to drive all night. Yeah. But if you drove till nine o'clock, say, by the time you get up on Saturday, and if you get the kids telling, listen, we're getting up out, okay. out no. early, sleep, because I've done this before, Yeah. you'll get there Saturday afternoon. Yeah. It's and possible. It's all of a sudden, you got that 4 We We did, we did it in, once, but my, it
1: was just with my daughter, and she was an angel. I got two boys right. now that probably eh, you won't could do it. last long in the car. I don't know. So she wants to fly to Florida.
0: It is I'm only kind of on. The,
1: that's what I'm saying. If it's going to be a five-day vacation, go down. So I don't know. But mm-hmm. now this story is making me kind of think maybe not, Jeff. Well, It's a good thing that that's not London. That you're <laughs> <Yeah. talking. laughs>
0: good gosh. Uh, next thing. So we mentioned Al is in the hospital, and we do hope that he's okay. He's had the colonoscopy, mm-hmm. and we hope everything comes out. As it's supposed to. I have a couple of medical studies, medical, medical studies. Uh, topics. Okay. Would you like the uh, topics with the boob or the penis?
1: Uh, uh. I always like to start with the boob, Jer. This is not a good story.
0: Okay. This is never a good story. Guess where we start. The boob. London, England.
1: London, England. London, England.
0: She did not take British Airways, by the way.
1: She so there's be this there.
0: mom. She's amazing. She's only 23 years old. Now I'm like, Al, oh, I haven't read the story. <laughs> <It's> the headline. <laughs> <laughs> so this 23-year-old mother, she's an ex-model, quite attractive, as you can imagine. She wanted to have breast implants done. The problem is, while the breast implants were done, oh, so she was 23 when she had the procedure. She's now 32.
1: Okay. So nine years later. They got to redo them sometime. She's had some
0: issues. Yeah. Her boobs fart. Because it's just a pouch in there, right? Yeah. So she had pain in her <laughs> shoulders and neck because she got 36 double Ds. And there were pockets of air that when she moved specific ways made the it sound. It would make
1: the fart sound. That's hysterical.
0: Yeah. So she had the implants removed at age uh-huh. 32.
1: Um, and people uh, would hear these noises. No, and she would look
0: gonna... the other way and blame it on other people. Because it was...
1: And she didn't She didn't know it was her? No, she knew it was her. Oh, okay. So she was just playing it off. But it was kind of like whoever smelt it dealt it. Yeah. So she made it like, oh, what was that? And it was her boobs. Oh my! So did she get them fixed? Like, did she put new ones in?
0: Well, it says she was left with a small hole under one of her boobs, which was the cause of the farting (laughs) noises. As she got older, um, the implants were at risk of infection because they were slightly open. So she was afraid of that, and she decided to have them... She was told every ten years she'd have to have them yeah, replaced. Yeah. She instead decided, you know what, let's, let's just uh, let's just move on from
1: that. That is surgery gone bad. How you know, much that cost though? Farting right. boobs. How much
0: do you think? Implants got to be ten grand, too. right? My wife
1: works in the in the mammogram industry. You know, in that field, they're, they're dangerous in that regard. Like for te- you can miss right, well, you're stuff. you're putting this foreign substance. Well, put, your not body. even that though. But then when you go for like a mammogram test, like you know the you know my they know they have to tell you beforehand that they have implants right and then it's you know the test is you know they do it and it's but you're you're you could possibly miss things because you're you have a thing in front is that of that you know yeah i mean you i mean th- their job is to make it that it doesn't but and it's never happened to my wife but like you they could you know when you're doing the mammogram they could break the the implant mm. you know like there's a lot of issues that you wonder unless it's a medical procedure of sure. some sort that like for people doing it for vain reasons you got to question it when you really, like I said, and I know quite a bit about it just based on my wife's profession, but it's, right. you know, not bad to look at. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of risks there. All right, Bob, you want the penis now? Yep. Give me the penis, chair. All right. So here's the story. <laughs> here's the
0: headline. Six penile cancer facts. Oh boy. Okay. That we should all know. Yes. Like, I think this is very important. Number one, I had no idea. Did you know there's penile cancer?
1: No, I've heard of testicle cancer. Testicular. Just the, yeah. Right. Know. This is penile cancer. So you actually get in the penis. You have can... I mean, no, I did not know such now, a Now, it's rare. Yeah. In America, that's the United States
0: of America, because it could be Canada, could be South America, which okay. is why the United States is the best country in America. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> you guys laugh. I don't know what you guys think is so funny. I'll take this country over Canada any day of the okay. week. I'll take this country over any country in South America any mm-hmm. day of the week, or Mexico. Point taken. United States. Best country in America. Um, (laughs) It only accounts for 1% or less of all cancers in this country. Globally, though, how about this? Globally, penile cancers are reaching upwards of 20% of all cancers.
1: So globally, it's 20%, but in our country, it's 1% of all
0: of the... Of all cancers. We're right now at 1% or less in this country.
1: Why do you think the difference? Uh I I don't know. I didn't... Well, a second ago, I didn't know it existed, so I'm not really... Prepared Horrible. to figure out the difference. That is weird, though. Now, so, you are
0: you aware of the most common symptoms and skin changes of the penis, like why it happens? No, not at all. Nope, I'm not either. Nope, nope, nope. I haven't Oof. dealt with skin as you get older. Changing. Oh gosh, as you get older, you can have lesions, painful lesions on the penis with fever sores. Anybody oh. or people who are like yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe it's people who are promiscuous and although they usually present as classic warts. Penile tumors are commonly
1: appearing as flat red areas on the... Um... I think we need to know what these people are using their penises for. Cause...
0: Well, it's, it looks like sexual transmitted diseases.
1: Yeah, I'll
0: do it. And if the disease is more advanced, the blockages of the urine. Oh, God, this is brutal, dude. Oh, God. Oh, my God. How about this? Treatment can entail partial or total removal of the penis. Oh.
1: I honestly, I didn't even know you could get it there. No, I didn't. Like I said, I knew you could get it... Other places, I'd never heard of it in the actual penis itself. That's, uh I, I'd say, guess it's good to know. Ooh. We changed subject. Yeah. Very see. uncomfortable right now.
0: Um Oasis, you know that band? Yeah, the brothers that always fight. We, which is interesting. So, Noel Gallagher. Noel or Noel? Noel. Noel? Noel. Uh, Noah. Noel, Noel? Noel. The headline says he's better looking and has a better band now that he's not in Oasis. You ever wonder if... You were in something that's really successful outside of work. Like, you put together a group, a band, something like that. And you saw the writing on the wall, like, we got something here. But you just can't stand the guy you're with, even if it is your brother. Yeah. You think you could fight through that every day?
1: Uh, I don't know, man. But you're, made, uh, you're see, making millions no, upon no, you, millions of dollars. Well, that's the point, too, though. Then if you're making the millions and you've made the millions, so... You're not looking to make the millions. If you already have the millions, what are you going to put yourself through the torture of being around someone that you can't stand? Yeah, I guess. it's just And especially, too, when you're talking, and I'm not a musician, I love music, but if you want, I mean, it's an art form. So if this is something that, like, I mean, Oasis, like them or not, they're a successful band. So the guy's a talented musician. Not as successful as they could have been. But he's a talented musician is my point. So, like... Do you want to have that where, like, I this is my love and I love it and now i got to go and do it with this jackass every day? Like, no. I wouldn't, you know, you would... I mean, I, it's, I'm sure it's difficult, but you're also
0: taking a big risk, and I know you bet on yourself, blah, 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 that he's going to have success as a solo act or with a new band. It's not that easy
1: usually. No, no, it's not at all. I think you have to have the confidence in yourself too, though, like as you're like, okay, I don't need this True. guy. I can go and do it And myself. he was the lead singer. Yeah.
0: Like, to me... Alan and I talk about this a lot. You know, when you look at most bands, you feel bad for the drummers and the
1: guitarists. Well, look at Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's had like they've had like three or four different drummers. As long as
0: the sound is the same, does yeah. it matter all that much?
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't and know. you would think almost like it. Like with saying that, what would be more important? Like, am I going to be this all-world drummer? but I'm a, a bastard and, I, and I'm terrible to be around. Or I, can I be a good drummer where the naked ear is not going to know the difference? No. I could be a good drummer, but everyone likes me. So we'll, we'll take that guy instead of this all-world idiot. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I it's... mean, if
0: you look at Linkin Park, for instance, and, you know, Chester Bennington killed himself last summer and Mike Shinoda has begun and he's been on tour for probably six months or so, I would say. He had a tough time with it. Um, but at least he was a part vocalist of yeah. that band. So if you heard the rock rap parts of songs, you knew who it was. So as he goes out and he's got this new album, there's still a, a familiar sound to it. And I was sitting there thinking, like, how many concerts I've seen of them, not in person, but I've certainly watched yeah. them online. And you're looking at these other guys, like, they're almost anonymous. Yeah. And so now, Linkin Park, while they're not exactly disbanded yet, although without your lead singer, it's they tough kind tough. of are, they haven't announced that they're never going to do anything together. He's out doing his own thing.
1: Good for him. What, what about are the, the other, other guys, guys doing?
0: They become just like so. Now, we'll go back to the Oasis.
1: You said so, only one of them was a singer. So, that's the problem. If you're that, if you're the guy who's the singer, then you want to say the betting on yourself. There is no bet on yourself. If I'm the singer, I'm gonna go and sing and I'll get a band. If you don't sing, but you don't have the name. Yeah, but you still, if you're the, but you have the voice, you have the sound. I'm well aware. You know, so if you're, if someone hears it, they can, it's familiarity. It is. If you're the brother that plays guitar and you want to go out on your own, well, then you're probably an idiot because you, unless you know of a lead singer. Well, let me ask you this,
0: and I don't know the answer to this. How's Steve Perry doing right now? I don't know. Now, it's been a while since he left Journey, and I know that. But Journey still tours, and I believe they're still pretty successful. They also found a guy, these, guy that sounds
1: exactly like him. No, I'm not saying they didn't. No question. Rare to do. But to
0: your point, now Steve Perry was Journey. Yeah. And he was the voice of Journey. They found a guy that sounds like him. Good for them. The real voice is now out there, and I'm sure well, performing his
1: songs. Yeah. But that's a weird thing because the real voice is out there, but there's this other guy who sounds just as good. So if I'm a Journey guy, I'm still here, and the other guy who sounds just as good. Sorry, I Steve, suppose. you're not singing songs I know anymore. I can still well, get I it from this other guy. Is.
0: I think if you're him, when you go on tour, you're probably singing your songs and the Journey songs. Like, why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he I kind of know, that's interesting. Them, for Christ's sake. That is interesting. What, I do you know. think? I just, yeah, I guess. I, I look at Journey as a, like, I don't dislike Journey. But I've I, I don't know anybody who's like journey. You know what oh, I'm I mean? Sure like there are I know, you no, know, I know there are. But I'm saying like that, so I can't really like. Maybe people have loyalty. Steve Perry, like Could be. you know, we have this guy, and so I don't know how is he doing? Do you know? Do a band you know? Like that for me is Rush. Rush, yeah. Like
0: Rush, I feel like. When you think about great bands, they, they pop into your head. And then yeah. I listen to a lot of their music. I'm like, I know a few songs.
1: Yeah. For the most Never owned part, one of their albums or anything. No. no.
0: And I watched their uh, documentary a couple of years ago on Netflix when it first came out, maybe 18 months ago. And it was really interesting. Yeah. And after the documentary, I'm like, I'm going to start listening to Rush.
1: And then you don't I'm know like, as much.
0: No. I mean, I got through the first the three songs I know.
1: My wife and I actually had a conversation that made me like think of you when Red Hot Chili Peppers came on. The radio in the car. And, right. I, was, and I said to her, I said, you know, this is one of the, you know, like, because I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. And I said, Chili Peppers are a band like Pearl. You know, they've been around. Standing the test forever. Of time. So then we started talking about it. And I said, but it's interesting in the sense of, if you look at the two lead singers, Anthony Kiedis, and I explained to my wife, I said, like, right now he has jet black hair. Yeah. Down to his, you know, his, over his forehead and a mustache. What's you like know a porno I mean? star. Yeah. Like he, he reinvents himself. All, yeah. You know what I mean? Like as so far as. Yeah, but that's what Red Hot Chili Peppers do, and it's not a nar. I think they're fantastic. You know, they they you know you know more than any, but I'm saying like a, a casual fan would know a thousand Absolutely. Chili Pepper songs that you didn't even know. Yeah. But it's just funny to compare them with Pearl Jam when you say Pearl Jam's pretty much aside from Eddie Vedder having a little bit longer hair here and there, or maybe growing a beard, like the same. He looks exactly the same. They look, you know, maybe they cut their hair. They look older. Sure. They don't. They haven't reinvented themselves as Red Hot Chili Peppers. It seems like every album. They reinvent themselves. They are different. You know, I mean, but... Chad
0: Smith looks the same. He's the drummer. Did yeah. you see what they did at his kid's school? No. They went and played uh, for Halloween. I think it was Halloween morning. Maybe not. Maybe a day before. But I think it was Halloween morning. They showed up at his kid's school, and it was just like they were going in for a show, and they'd come out in costumes for the kids. Yeah. And they sang like three, three chili pepper songs. Oh, nice. Really cool. That's and it awesome. was very basic. Like, there was no big... You know, studio sound guys sound. needed. It was just him on drums. flea has got the guitar. Ketus is running around we're like a lunatic. We're musicians and we're gonna do yeah, this. Yeah, it just really. I forget That's the other cool. guitarist name, but yeah, it was really very cool though. Nice. And to see them do that, and it's funny too, because you figure most kids in the crowd probably didn't know who they were. Yeah. And they had as much fun doing it as
1: like they were yeah. at Barkley Center. That's awesome. It was actually pretty. Yeah, neat. they really are. They're like I said one of those bands between them. And yeah, Pearl, I mean they've been around longer than Pearl and their still. energy is amazing. Still, yeah, yeah. well.
0: They've been around since, I think, '87, I think. When's Pearl Jam? Yeah, Pearl Jam was '90s, early '90s. That's right. Yeah. By the way, you know what? Chili Peppers might even be '85 when they were doing the. Um, they were around a long time. Yeah, but they were doing, what's it called? The crazy rock stuff. Like Alternate alternative. No, 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 no. They calmed down a lot. They were punk. Oh, okay. Is how yeah. they started. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they were actors. Got they got to were them. in that
1: movie, The Point Break. They were in that movie. Oh, were they really? Those? I never yeah. saw the movie. I yeah, that movie. Yeah, weird.
0: Yeah, well, they've had one hell of a career. They they're, really they're like have. Anthony the in his fifties.
1: That's what I mean. Like it just—it's just funny. Like I said, I like them a lot. I mean, I like Pearl Jam as my band, but I just sure. thought it was funny to think of those two bands and you, there's no like blueprint to how do you want to stick around no. for 25, 30 years? You know, go this good way, go that. I was just gonna say it all comes down to every time the music comes on. That is
0: it. As much as he reinvents himself, and it's cool having Alt ninety two three now. Yeah, that's a good station. because they play. You know, you've all of a sudden. You know, if I like the Chili Peppers and Lincoln Park two bands we talked about. You can hear them again. Yeah, and it really it's is like neat. not
1: to. I know it's a our company, but the but it's awesome having a station that plays music in yes. New York again. Yeah. So I'm driving in traffic, and I've the fan on or whatever. Or the station I put the news on for traffic, and then it's like okay, and just having that option to hit it and yeah. have music. We talked about it forever. There's Here's no music. the interesting
0: thing, though. If you're an art, if you're an artist, and Alan, I talk about this too in terms of buying music. So I pay my fourteen dollars a month or twelve. I don't know what it. Eleven dollars a month for Spotify, Amazon Music.
1: Okay, yeah. I do Amazon. I don't do the Unlimited. I it's, do one of the Amazons. Yeah,
0: that's what I have. It's awesome. Yeah. So anytime I hear a song on 92.3 now that I like, you go right to, I don't even buy it. I just download it to my phone. Yeah. So it's like and these you, artists, there's really no incentive for me to buy music. Yeah. Because I have it. Yeah. And if I want to play it in the house, on my Roku, I can put the Roku system on the TV. Boom, I can boom, play boom. my Amazon app right from there. Mm. If I want to play it off Alexa, I've got that. Yeah. If I want to just play it off my phone Bluetooth to these Bluetooth speakers that are around the house, I like I have no reason to buy music.
1: No, you don't. It's weird. I, I, when was the last time you bought a CD? That's my we, point. We grew up you in don't. the time where, remember, it was like you went to the mall to buy a CD. Or Columbia House. Columbia. Oh, Columbia House. 12
0: so uh, CDs know? for a penny. For a body of yeah, well, like like mine in college, did that in
1: college. And he got him sent to, he had literally every CD that they offered because he would get them sent to his dorm room kind of like where it would make it to him but there was no i mean not that you had right. a, but there was no documentation that he would be like he'd put his name and kind of be able a to change things, it a little bit put it to get it delivered to the room next to him so all the cds would come to him and he literally had every sure cd he did. That, you know he was cds you didn't even want he just ran out of ones to get
0: but crazy stuff all right dude thanks for doing this anytime uh coming up next is the warm-up we're assuming al will be with us again tomorrow
1: yeah he's i would, supposed I would to hope be. so that he'll yeah. be back
0: tomorrow so um uh, bob Filled in today. We appreciate that and him and you and everyone and Boomer and Greg and Eddie and like the whole crew and Tom Izzo for being a dope. Tom Izzo for being a dope. A good dope. A though. good dope. Yes, we do like him. Anyway, uh warm-up's coming up right now. Al usually does the Sia thing. I don't yeah, do that. You. So if you in 321, if you could go.
1: See ya week. See ya. Good morning, campers.
0: It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good Monday morning to you. I uh, know Al Duke's today. Alan, I'm not speaking out of turn. He uh, mentioned this on the podcast, so I don't think it's private. Al is going for a colonoscopy this Call
1: Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And- no <laughs> troubles down the drain
0: come on man he spent all of last night doing just horrible things and not only that he had to get up and I don't understand this you guys have had this done before correct right you both have had you I not, have not, had Bobby not better i have okay so have i have had a couple of them not pleasant and the two times i've done it you you know drink the stuff the night before like late afternoon and by the time it's like time to go to bed you're probably good maybe you got to get up once through the night fine This new stuff he had to do was drink it yesterday, late afternoon, early evening, and then had to get up again at 2.30 in the morning for another dose and then essentially stay awake for five hours until the procedure. Just horrible. So anyway, he's still going through that now. I think his car was coming to take him. This is another good thing. He was taking an Uber on a 40-minute ride to the hospital. (laughs) Wonder what they'll talk about. (laughs) Well, what if nothing? What if there's an issue, though? Yeah, I hope he has a... Diaper situation. Seriously, just terrible. So anyway, so he's not here. We feel bad for him. Hope everything goes well as he is having that procedure done. But I got Eddie and Bob inside. Uh, we'll start with the Jets because I have a couple of interesting clips to play for you. I don't have you guys heard the Bart Scott from CMB on SNY yesterday? No, not I mean, yet. Not here, really. No. All right, good. So I got something new for you. So after the game yesterday, which was just a horrendous game to watch, you talk about the difference of two different games. Saints, Rams, track meet up and down the field. Not much for defense, except in the second half it was much better. The first half was a joke, but at least it entertained you, and it was fun, and Michael Thomas did what he did. We'll get to that in a minute. Then you had earlier in the day the Jets playing the Dolphins, and I understand the field conditions weren't great. was a big storyline into that game, but it, like set offensive football back 100 years. It was so boring to watch. After the game, Todd Bowles comes out, and he – Pretty much went after everybody. He says, offensively, we're not doing enough. The quarterback play, not good enough. Uh, defensively, we need to create turnovers because we're not doing that. Now, I watched it, and I didn't think anything of it. Enter Bart Scott on SNY, who was quite angry at Bulls's take. Eddie? This is bull crap, right? No, we got to get turnovers? Really? Three for 16, that's a turnover. When you get him three and out, that's a turnover. Mm -hmm. That's getting the ball back to the offense. What are you talking about? Now, the best part of this is, and you guys both know Bart, like he looked visibly, like he was mad. Like steam was coming out of his ears as he continues to go after bowls. You didn't prepare as good enough. You didn't make adjustments. We had questions, and you didn't give us any answers. How about that one? Jonas Schwartz can't get a word in to the point where at the end Jonas is trying to ask him a question and Bart can't control himself.
1: What did you make of it's the response? The hell out of uh, you knew Bart was his be drawing
0: board. Let's take his drawing oh, board. I hear you. I hear he you. We're gonna take his ink pen in a minute. He ain't gonna be there drawing nothing. <laughs> so Bart's on fire yesterday, and Todd Bowles now at three and six, I would think, not so great. And then Jamal Adams, and I saw Bob, you put it on the show sheet, these these quotes from Jamal Adams. Here's where I get confused. You've got Todd Bowles saying what he said. I didn't think anything of it. Then Bart Scott immediately is furious with Bowles for what he said, and then you get to Jamal Adams, you figure, oh, defensive player, maybe he's going to go after Bowles, and he gives you the complete opposite take.
1: We're not creating turnovers, and, you know, we, we've been preaching
0: it, and, and it's not happening. Um, you know, they won the, the turnover battle that um, I think they had four, And that's exactly what the coach was saying, that they're not giving this this young quarterback a short field to work with. That having been said, the four picks, and now whatever it is, 18 or 14, whatever he's got on the season, uh, about as bad as there is. So he's got his growing pains. But you can use that as a preview for CMB later on the fan at 1 o'clock as Bart, I'm sure, will continue to go off. Oh, one other one is he calls out bowls. You start pointing fingers and saying, we ain't doing good enough. You didn't do good enough. Mm. You didn't represent us good enough. You think he was that fiery when he played? Oh, absolutely. Like after reps. 100%, yeah. 100%. Right, but. Like even when he played, you had Mark Sanchez, and the offense wasn't terrible, but it wasn't. It was still a defensive team. Do you think he was fiery like that, going after the
1: offensive players or the offensive coaching stuff? Like you guys got to help us out a little more. He may have been a little more curbed considering their teammates. This is probably a little bit, but I would say that's pretty close to you know just judging with the way he carries himself. He was very honest. Yeah, that's that what is, I mean. That is for sure.
0: Uh, Sunday night football. You had Brady beat um, and Rogers as the Patriots beat the Packers and. I think Brady told uh, Peter King of Monday Morning Quarterback. I have to look at it, but I saw one of the quotes. that he Peter put King? On, uh, yes, that Peter King. Not Peter, but Peter King, yeah. Uh, that he still has three, four, five more years left in him. And it seems like it's never going to end. NBC did the cute thing, of course. They had a goat fight a goat. Both of you sleep for this, too? Did yeah, not see that. I did. <laughs> so they one goat had a, uh, a Brady jersey on. The other goat had a Rodgers jersey on. And the Brady goat was just pummeling. The Rodgers goat. Now, last night's game, Brady didn't pummel anybody, uh, but they ran the ball better, and a big turnover turned this game. And so Brady continues to win. They're 7-2. and two. And for all the money that Aaron Rodgers makes, and I'm not saying he's not a
1: great quarterback. You know, they're 3-4-1. and one. Oh, yeah. I'm well aware. Right. Going back to the goat thing, were they actual goats or people dressed up as goats fighting? I, I said they were goats.
0: Actual goats. And he yeah, didn't goats. get involved in this? No, they were hmm. they were goats that I guess NBC did it. They put the jersey on them, and they were butting heads. Mm. Okay. <laughs> all right. Nothing else to do that other than goat versus goat. That's all. And, Bray, and for Rodgers, as great as he is, and I know Boomer will sit here and tell, tell us how great he is. and That's fine. And he is. He's wonderful. He's not exactly won four Super Bowls. No. And he makes all the money. It's hard to put guys around him. It's not easy to do. So That's always
1: been the thing with him. Like, oh, Bray, he doesn't have enough around him. He's so, he wins with what he has. But Exactly. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, Brady wins with what he has. Correct. No one else.
0: That is true. Um, he's also got the coach. Which I think also has true, yes, a big part. And Josh Gordon playing really good. And then the other one, uh, we got a break soon. But the other one um, from Sunday was Michael Thomas's touchdown celebration. I didn't think of Joe Horn. I completely forgot about that, except that when he pulls the cell phone out of the goalpost, the base of the goalpost, I'm like, "Go that looks vaguely familiar." So my son goes on his phone and starts to type in "football cell phone," and Joe Horn popped up immediately, and I forgot. And it was weird because Troy Aikman was, like, angry at Michael Thomas for doing this. That looked goofy. I'm not going to say it wasn't. And he gets the flag. The game was over. But Aikman almost, like, took it personal. Like, lighten up, man. It's not that big a deal. Now, did you see what the guy in the CFL did?
1: Uh, Drinking the beer. Yes, I did yeah. see that. That's kind
0: of cool. That he ran to the awesome. stands. <laughs> he chugs a beer. Did he get a penalty for that? I do not know. I would mm-hmm. imagine no, right? I don't know. It's kind of a prop. I don't know what the CFL rules are. But he didn't place the prop. He didn't. He ran over. I think he gave a kiss to his girlfriend or something like that, and then someone handed him a beer, and he went full chug on the beer. So that would be kind of interesting if we saw that in the NFL. Lastly, before we break, so Bob handed me our football picks for the weekend. Yes, I did. So I went 5-1 and out of the six games pretty good. Um, Boomer and Greg not so good. And Al did not win his parlay. I decided on Saturday. What? Again. again. Yeah, again. Yeah, that's true. It's not easy to do. So I had $6 left in my DraftKings account in the sports book. I'm like, you know what? What the hell on Saturday? I don't watch college football very much. Maybe this will get me into college football a little bit because I'm not usually home. And, of course, I make a six-team, $6 parlay that would have paid out, I guess, three or 400 bucks. I think it was 50 something to $1. Now, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm totally admitting that, and that's fine. But listen to how this mess goes because I thought I would sit – in front of the TV and watch college football all day if I did this. Forgot we had plans, couldn't do that. Fair enough. So, this I did this at 7 o'clock in the morning. Game number one, Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. I took the over, which was 77 points. 96 points were scored, number one. And keep in mind, I didn't check the results until Saturday night because I forgot I made the bet. I'm like, all right, cool. Check. Made the first one. Game number two, Nebraska at Ohio State. I took the Cornhuskers plus 16. They lost by five. They were winning much of that game. Two for two. Excellent. Game number three, I took Missouri to upset Florida. That's a great pick. Three for pick. three. Now I'm going through the games. I'm nice like, pick. Look at this. I'm three for three. Game number four. I took Syracuse minus four and a half over Wake Forest. They won by 17, I think. Four for four. Game number five. I take Appalachian State minus 14 at Coastal Carolina. Why? No idea. They win by whatever they won by, 23 or something. That's a or good pick like also. That. Five for five. The last game I need to check the score to win my however much money it might have been. LSU? No. <laughs> and I should have listened to you because Boomer asked you about it. Clemson and Louisville. I said, 39 and a half. I can't lose with this. They, they lost by what? 61. Yeah. They lost by 61. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I went five for five and then lost the parlay because I didn't listen to Eddie. I should have taken Clemson, who winds up winning. He loser. 77 to 16. I looked at it. I'm looking at the box score. They had 50 points at halftime. Yeah, their last, oh. they put up 70 against uh, Florida State and Clemson back 77 to, back. to 16? Yeah terrible all right, got gonna take a break when we come back we'll have something else for you and then boomer and geo at the top on the it's the dynamic duo of Alan jerry on the warm-up show brought to you by newcastle building products and the only streak-free roof from scotch garden 3m the superheroes of building products all right welcome back we have a little time before we get to boomer and geo you got the uh, dolphins beating the jets on sunday 13-6 patriots beat the packers last night 31-17 cowboys titans tonight uh, Monday Night Football also, the Knicks lost to the Wizards. Nets did blow out the Sixers, 122-97, to and the Rangers beat the Sabres. One quick one, and I'm sure the guys will get to this at some point. Big story today is how the books lost a fortune on Sunday. Who cares? They beat us every week.